Hey, Arissa. Hey, Arissa. Welcome to Hey, Julia podcast about Big Brother Canada for not too much longer, it feels like. No, it's over. May is like, yeah, good. (laughs) It's April, so it's pretty much summer, and we have uh, Big Brother US to look forward to. I tell you, in lovely Los Angeles, California, it's summer today. Mm. It is in the 80s, and I live very close to the ocean, so that means it's in the 90s or 100s. Uh, elsewhere where where you know where the common people live but i will we, say yeah oh i'm sorry yes well i'll just say that i live in the city where they're filming big brother canada toronto and we are expecting snow on wednesday so uh, <laughs> i'm dreaming of a white 420 <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> wait will it be 420 no 420 tuesday. tuesday okay yeah darn sorry Sorry, we'll have a special 420 themed episode. Do we have do we have legal marijuana in Canada? Oh yes. It's on every that's the one thing I've noticed. Every school child to, and grandmother smokes weed. Well, it's ninety-four percent of the storefronts in Toronto are weed dispensaries. Oh, awesome. It's insane. And they're all that's a it's kind of a problem, I think. Because obviously it's like there's way too many because how are any of them making money? But you you see this gorgeous storefront from across the street. It's chic. It's mysterious. You can't really see what they're selling. So you're like, ooh, what is it? Is it a salon? Is it like a shoe <laughs> store? Makeup? Like a chic new brand I've never heard about? You cross the street. They are all weed dispensaries. All of them. It's It's too much. L.A. had that like when it was before it was like fully recreationally available. It was still only like you had to have a prescription, but a prescription literally involved Skyping with a guy named (laughs) Dr. Leaf or something like that. And you would like Venmo him fifty five dollars and he would email you a PDF that says like here or whatever. Here's a week. (laughs) So at the beginning of that, uh, there were there were weed shops literally everywhere. And. It was the opposite. None of them were really chic or anything, but they had a sign like, get your weed here, idiot. Mm. And they were all like completely empty storefronts that had like a glass container in the middle and some guy on like a Costco fold out chair watching like reruns of something on his phone. (laughs) And then he's like. You have to like, get buzzed in because that was like the only like laws. Like, all right, you got to have a buzz list like, sort of <laughs> door. Right. And then he'd be like, do you have your do you have a, a prescription? And you'd be like, yeah. You like pull, start pulling it out. And he'd be like, ah, no, you don't even need to look at it. <laughs> and then all I those shady ass places. And then all those shady ass places just disappeared one day because I think California was like. Wait a minute. This is <laughs> this is a little bit too easy. All you need to, you still need to Skype with a guy named Dr. Leaf, but there's just going to be less only the places that like are actually even trying to to check if you're yeah. uh valid. Anyways, huge huge 420 sidebar. Yeah, uh, I I have yeah. yet to even go to any of these places because I, maybe we've discussed this before, I don't know, but I just want all the listeners to know I actually do not do any drugs. <laughs> I I drink. That's a drug. Um, but I do not. I I used to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. But then I like turned 30 and I was like, <laughs> I live by myself. Every time I do it, I like start freaking out and like replaying every interaction I ever have with people in my mind to the point that it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I, did a I feel bit so guilty. The, 
I did a little bit at the beginning of the the quarantine, like April of last year, like FaceTiming with friends or whatever. And I would just like zone out. And I, and yeah. my friend would be like, so what do you think about that? I'd be like, I had no idea what you just said. So, I, <laughs> so that was like, that was like a year ago. I'm like, this is not fun. <laughs> I served in college and it just, I always felt guilty. I felt like I'm letting people down by doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a guilty conscience. What can I say? I had a great time. Anyways, speaking of great times, mm. um, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit of pop culture up first. Yeah. I don't think we'll have. We're gonna talk about a movie here. Yeah, and I don't want to have a spoilery discussion because I want to. I want to recommend tough. people watch this movie. That's but if you were to watch one movie this spring that I does I believe will earn well should win some academy awards (laughs) and that starts with the letters n o what movie would you say no country for old men no (laughs) no it's a joke that the best picture front runner is called nomad land but the movie you saw and i I saw oh my god smoking the weed right now Nobody. Nobody is the movie that we're going to talk about. The movie is called Nobody. Danielle, I really yeah. liked it. What did you think? I liked it too. So I paid 24 Canadian dollars to rent it. Yeah. Um, but I had been anticipating this movie because it was, I saw the trailer for it a couple months ago. And I remember I sent the trailer to Alex Fever. You might know her. Um, oh, yeah. My best friend. And I messaged her saying like, oh my God, is Bob Odenkirk hot? <laughs> because I couldn't handle it. I was like, no. I I actually was not happy about it. I don't like when comedians get hot. I find it kind of disgusting, actually. Um, I don't like it at all. But, you know, you watch this trailer and he You know, is, like when Jonah Hill gets ripped and has like a ton of cool tattoos and you're like, right. uh-oh. Him. Why does he look like a cool Venice skateboard dad? There's something wrong with it. I just don't. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I mean, Chris Pratt is the worst. Oh, the well, worst. it's the worst because he's just like, by the way, in addition to my apps, I also have this book for you about our Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, it, it makes me distrust them. Except this movie was so up my alley from the trailer. I, oh, just, yeah. I love John Wick movies. Um, and I liked Taken. And it felt like a mix between Taken yeah, in mean, terms of like old Frump. <laughs> Old Trumpy dude. Yeah, I just call him a Liam Neeson movie. I, I saw the yeah. trailer too, and I was like, "Oh, cool! They're making a, a Liam Neeson movie with Bob Odenkirk. That's right. that's a great idea." Yeah, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be like jokey or not because the trailer is very straight. So I, but I honestly like either way. I, I thought I it looked good, so I was down. Yeah. So I'd been waiting for this movie. I'd been anticipating it, and usually when you have that sort of like. I like Bob Odenkirk a lot. I like this style of movie a lot. So I was ready to be disappointed, actually. And I wasn't. I thought it was really fun. I, I It was the most fun I had watching a movie since Palm Springs. No. Which I, another we, we movie I say know. should win this picture. Well-documented love of Palm no, Springs. This is, this is better than Palm. This movie was amazing. This like I'm watching that five minutes in. I'm like, this movie is an instant classic. This is an instant like TBS 2 p.m. Oh, yeah. taking a nap. Yes, classic. This movie <laughs> yeah. is, and I don't want to root for people just because it's just it's so much fun. I 
I'll go to the Apple uh, iTunes store uh, listing for it on my Apple TV. Yeah. I look at it. It says 91 minutes. I'm like, mm, daddy. Yes. The only thing, the only thing was like, I paid $19.99 for it. And it's like, if your movie's 90 minutes, maybe I should pay like 15 bucks for yeah. it. At the I same mean, time, I still have another like 28 hour. Maybe I'll watch it again tonight. You I, could. I, I do have a question about something that I'm thinking about. Like my new Sunday night ritual is going to be some oh. other piece of co- uh, pop culture. But like this movie was, it's fun. It moves blazing fast. It has yes. a ton of really just like classic kind of needle drops in it. One I thought was like a little bit too like, okay, I've seen this a hundred times before. But it's hyper violent, great stunt perform, great stunt work, great stunt choreography in it. Yeah, really fun, innovative fights. Iconic, iconic villain. (laughs) Well, what else could you want from a movie? So it literally is the same writer as John Wick. And he did the same thing with this movie as he does with John Wick, which is like he just invents a world that like unbeknownst to us exists and it's like here's the world presents it like no questions asked no one's questioning like the validity or no one's winking at the camera it's just like here's this crazy fun world and it is it's a good time to spend 90 minutes watching it yeah i was just laughing my ass off the entire movie (laughs) it's not even like that fun it's not even that funny of a movie it's just anytime anything happens in the movie you're like this is ridiculous i'm having a great time just like you're on a roller coaster where you just like start laughing uncontrollably because you're like (laughs) i'm just having so much fun yeah and even in that sort of john wick sense the the uh, inciting incident in john wick which made me not want to see it for some time was that his puppy gets murdered? Yeah, by some sort of Eastern European gang. Yeah, and, and I was really like, I don't want to watch a puppy get mur- murdered. But okay, all right. So I'm watching this movie. I'm like, okay, this is just John Wick with uh, with Better Call Saul in it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, what's going to be the inciting? In- what's going to be the thing? The one thing that breaks the camel's back and sets him on this course. I'm not even going to spoil it. But the thing in that movie is so low stakes that I was like <laughs> screaming. It was like, oh my God, this movie is incredible. It, even with the same writer, it takes the same formula, but it just like, it just adjusts, it just adjusts the formula. You're at the machine, you're at the Coke machine with the little touch screen and you're like, mm, oh, I want like cherry thing. Sprite and I yeah. want like lemon root beer, and you, which sounds horrible. It sounds like a horrible combination. I'm not recommending that. No. But <laughs> you... It's the same formula. It's Coke. It's sugar water and bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> but it just twists the formula so much that Ever you're so like, I'm slightly. having a great time. Yeah. Um, I will. And then I'm going to shout out the soundtrack. Lots of musical theater staples are heard in this film. No you problem with me. Man of La Mancha. You've got um, the impo- what, what You'll Never Walk Alone. Uh, lots of musical theater songs. Great songs. Great soundtrack. Hey, man. I, I can't, I can't recommend this movie enough. It it, it was I, it was amazing. Do I smell a sequel? Yeah, nobody. Of course, <laughs> nobody's. <laughs> and then the, nobody and then the, again. the and then the final Noba three. Yeah, Noba three. <laughs> They're not gonna stop. I I'm guessing this will be a hit. I think it'll be a sleeper hit. Like it's gonna have to get a lot of word of mouth. 
And it also opened in theaters, which is so weird. It did. Well, it opened like a couple, like two or three weeks ago and was like only in theaters. We'll get to like Apple, Amazon in like a month or so. And I was like, come on, man, just give me this movie immediately. But yeah. if you live somewhere where you have a theater and you got that Vax, hit it. Hey, yeah. it. it's a great theater movie, even if it's only going to be like a half filled theater. It's a great theater movie. Honestly, I watched it by myself. Great by yourself <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's a good all around. At the supermarket, I just had a great time. <laughs> um, there's another pop culture thing I just wanted to touch on briefly. Yeah, of course. Um, we're all on social media, much to our perhaps dismay. I actually, for the first time this week, the like just the inkling of the thought was like. Well, what if I wasn't on Twitter? <laughs> I'm glad you bring up Twitter specifically. So I don't It's follow. really the only one that I'm on, actually. I know. Well, it's because like now I'm just so used to that being where I get news that yeah. that's my only option. Um, someone I don't follow on Twitter is one Ms. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I Thank don't follow you so much. Because I'm just... I think there was a time where I was charmed by her, and I really don't have beef with her, honestly. You're also a smart, funny adult woman, and <laughs> but, she is as well. But and I'll just gonna say this: like, uncreative people think Chrissy Teigen is like really, really funny. I just, I, I like she has her personality and her brand have outgrown what she wants it to still be. And you see it happening in real time. And again, I don't follow her, but I've seen enough retweets and I've seen enough like stories in the press about her and her like um, shenanigans on Twitter. And we've said this so many times on this podcast. If you are so rich, so successful, you've got a million things going on. Why are you on Twitter? Okay. Log Oh. <laughs> but so, so I thought, and listen, this is me being a fool, but I saw, cause it was retweeted into my fucking timeline. Cause there's no escape from these people. You know, I never followed well, it's Trump. News I don't follow news. her. I don't follow her either. This yeah. is a trending topic, but like a, like a, like a curated trending topic. What you're about to say was. Yeah. Hit me. So, well, she was like, this is it. Um, I'm done. You know, like I've shared these parts of my life and it used to be fun because I, here's why it used to be fun because she used to be less famous and successful. So people she, thought yeah. she was more like them, you know? Yeah. Cause she'd be like eating ice cream and farting and watching <laughs> stupid TV. Right. And it was like, fucking thank God. Someone who's like the wife of a celebrity. I mean, now she's a celebrity in her own right. I don't want to like demean her because there's that whole thing of like, right. You know, anyway, yeah. I'm not trying to say that. No, but, but it's it like, was like she's it was just a, being real. She's just like, oh, I'm farting and eating a hot dog and watching a movie with my husband. That movie sucks too, by the way. And I was yeah, like, oh, exactly. wow, how real she is. Cool. Exactly. She she had an opinion. She had a personality, and people weren't used to it because social media, I think, was still fairly new at that point. And so, more often than not, celebrities were using it as just a way to like promote. A movie, right? Like, check out my yeah. movie in theaters. And so, it wasn't to just like someone... milquetoast stuff where it was like yeah. Tom Cruise being like, the movies are back, baby. <laughs> or, a, or a celebrity being like, you know what? 
actually don't mind that there are children in cages. Oh, God. Actually, <laughs> there should be more guns. And then you're yeah. like, oh, but you're using them in the wrong way. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, as you were. Well, no, so it's just, um, she started as everyone loved it. You know, she, in a way, it was a long form milkshake duck, I guess, where it's just like she grew and grew. Twitter fed into it. It, Twitter is what built her into the brand she is now, right? Which is like this funny, relatable. She's a star. She, but she, she's gorgeous. She's rich, but she's still one of us. Damn it! That's what she wants it to be, right? But unfortunately, you want it to be that way, but it's the other way. That's a quote from The Wire. Um, and she just can't play that card anymore. And she got sick of it. She got sick of like not being able she to also, just tweet the way she used to because everything she tweeted got a backlash. She also suffered a horrible personal tragedy oh, horrible. and was like, I don't want to fucking deal with people anymore. God yes. bless her for fucking dealing with that. I yes. am pro Chrissy Teigen. I said something harsh earlier, which is like, if you're not creative, you think she's funny. <laughs> like, I just might, I don't know. <laughs> which is like, she is funny and she is interesting and she is like one of the first no, celebrities cool. who was just like, hey, I watched I'm watching this TV show right now. It stings. Or hey, like, doesn't it isn't it weird when you get a dingleberry stuck in your butt or something like that? <laughs> no, she <laughs> is. Even, and it's cool, but also it's just like I'm not fucking I, I just didn't think it was like that funny or whatever. And there's a lot of people who are like, well, now she is my personality. Or now yeah. like every tweet I'm gonna get printed onto a mug. And it's like, all right. Yes. This is not she's not George Carlin. This is not like she's yeah. not like Mark Twain. She's not like no. One of like the preeminent humorists of the last fucking five hundred years. <laughs> yeah. She's not fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> She's just like a fun celebrity who's just like eating yeah. ice cream in bed again. Life sucks. But it's God this- bless her for doing that. But to your point, she was like, I just had a fucking sorry, trigger warning, miscarriage. People are still being mean to me in fucking face of that online. I'm being open and honest in a way that other celebrities aren't. She's like, I'm Doing what, hey, Julie says, I'm logging the fuck off. Yes. And it was like, good for you. Absolutely. Log off. Enjoy your life. And you don't even need to, you really, you don't, at this point, you don't need to be on Twitter. I know that it was probably, it was probably such a big part of your life, but you just need to say it's like an addiction, right? Like you need to be logged out for at least six months and then you're clean or something like that. But yeah, she I didn't mean, make it. Let's just say she, she didn't back, make baby. it and she's back. I saw I was like, I should have known, I guess, that when your entire brand is built upon this direct like parasitic relationship with these deranged followers that no, of course you can't cut the cord that easily and make a clean escape. But I just was like, no, Chrissy, save yourself. Do it. Like be a trendsetter. Log off. Get a fucking clubhouse. Gosh. And then, (laughs) I mean, don't get me started. Don't get me started there. But it's like, even there, it's like, you actually choose who gets to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's like, not only is she, so she's back, Twitter has a thing where you can limit who replies to you, but she can't use it. Oh, yeah, for it. sure. She can't use it because her whole Why thing not? is supposed to be, I'm one of you. All of you can respond. I, I don't know. I just think I'm sad for her, really. 
I think she's a prisoner of Twitter. For sure. Also, she's rich and her husband is even richer. Like, yeah, I know. She'll be fine. I just think it's yeah. like a very interesting social media. I think it's fair to say is not the best thing for humanity. <laughs> I like um, her. I'm pro her. I I just also I'm I don't know. I think I was I think I'm just a little bit more sick of the people who are like, oh my god, we got like the fucking like the most like funny person online. It's like not really. Like no, probably some like random fucking person is the funniest. Whoever Wint is is like the most funny. <laughs> Wait, is that Drill? <laughs> drill, yeah. Yeah, Drill's funny. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, whatever. She, she should do whatever she wants. Specifically, she should not be a prisoner to anybody. Like, but isn't she beyond Twitter? Like, isn't she? That's the thing. Doing Quibi shows? No, so that's Judge Quibi. That's what also is a little depressing to me about this is that if someone this star quality, because regardless of what you your personal feelings of her are, like she's an A list celebrity. She's rich. Why can't you do a Judge show on Hulu now or whatever? (laughs) But she. She's she can't. She's trapped. They're all trapped. Unless, other than the people who never got it in the first place, like Leonardo DiCaprio is free, Daniel Radcliffe is free. Um, I think Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone are free, but everyone else is trapped. So I just think it's a little sad. Being online is sad. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad. It's it's done some amazing things but i think the bad probably outweighs the good i don't know I, we'll i'm see. not even prepared to have the conversation on all the, of our brains like are turning much. to mush and my eyesight sure. is worsening by the day from looking at these screens i know <laughs> anyway i start i'm wearing glasses now yeah i should uh, get anyway, the blue my, light ones my one thing we're gonna get to big brother a uh, week and big brother uh in a minute it's just a little preview talk okay danielle are you going to watch the mayor of East Town on whatever your HBO Max equivalent is? With Oscar winner, winner. Kate Winslet doing her American accent. Here's my controversial yeah. opinion. Kate Winslet's American accent is really bad. It's oh, no, I, not good. I, I haven't like seen her. anything from this show. I haven't seen any trailers from it. I'm just like Kate Winslet doing like a hard-boiled detective show yeah. on oh, HBO. Totally. Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch the fuck out I'm of that. I'm so down. I'm so down. I love her. I think she's a great actress, but I can I I really don't think she has a good American accent. And it started in Titanic. Everyone said, "You know what, Kate, that was a good American accent." And so she hasn't tried to improve it at all. So it's the same and it's bad. Isn't she British in that movie? No, she's American. Oh, and Leo's British? No, he's American too. They're both, both American. Both of them are American. Yes. I missed that part. That's I missed what that I'm part saying. You movie. thought you <laughs> thought she was not American because her accent was bad. Oh, she just wears a big hat at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I'm like, well, no American would. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> she did. She wasn't. She did. She did. It's at the bottom of Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other line from that trailer? You better start believing in nightmares, Miss Wasserbutt. You're in one. The only thing I remember from a Pirates trailer is a incredibly insensitive Caribbean accent uh, 
saying, would you go to the ends of the earth to find Jack Sparrow? Oh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> I, ap- but, I apologize to our Caribbean friends. Yeah. I love you. I, will, I love you. I want to come visit you. I want to come hang out. I'm definitely going to watch. I actually haven't even seen the trailer. I just, I've, I know it's happening. Um, and you know, she plays mayor. She is mayor of East Town. It's not mayor. She's not Mayor Mayor McCheese, (laughs) M-A-R-E. Isn't a mayor a female horse? Yeah, exactly. M-A-R-E. Yeah. I'm totally down. female horse or other equine. When does this Uh, come out? I think think today. I think today it starts. But I actually, I don't know. I guess I actually don't watch that much Kate Winslet stuff. I just watch Eternal Sunshine every few years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's pretty good in that. Yeah, she's a good... She's a solid actress. And this, listen, this could go one of two ways. This could be great. This could be a night of-esque or night manager-esque. True Detective. True Detective. We have a new. Season one. Yeah. Like, True Detective came out in, like, 2014, something like that. Like, and we've been saying time is a flat circle for nearly a decade now. We could have new Kate Winslet cop memes. Could be. But you know what else it could be? A little something called The Undoing. Oh, no, no. Because <laughs> that also starred two foreign A-listers in a... Foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> doing their best, well, Nicole, doing their best American accents in a highbrow HBO drama. Was, I'm just saying. It he could was go like, one of two don't ways. even fucking make me do it. <laughs> yeah, he was don't like, even. no, thank you. Um, well, I'm excited. We will see. All right. Should All right. we talk about BB? Because yes. it was actually a very exciting week. It's an interesting week. It was an yeah. interesting week. And it started with a bang. You know, last week I named the title of my episode The Rise of Tara because Tara finally started to grow some ring- wings and fly. Pausing, zooming out a little bit. After we record the episode, Danielle has to email me the file that she, of her mic feed that she records on GarageBand. Right. And she always comes up with a wacky name for, the, uh, for like the MP4 file or the MP3 or whatever the hell she sends yeah. to me. Yeah. So you called it The Rise of Terra. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. you actually named that uh, like five or six weeks Probably, six weeks on. previous, but like maybe three weeks ago, because on my little downloads folder, <laughs> there was a there was a different rise of terror from like a month ago. <laughs> so you're not rising. even that original. You clowned yourself. She keeps rising. <laughs> she is risen. <laughs> you're right. I you know that passed in my head. I was like, have I? This is a great title. Have I used this already? And then I didn't give it another thought. I sent it off. <laughs> Hit send. Send Close it. the laptop. <laughs> um, Good day of work today. But listen, I was right a couple weeks ago and I was right last week. Tara went from being a B-lister on this show, barely even in the show. Who cares? Tara, more like who cares? Uh, to this week. She's the, the mayor of East Town, baby. Oh, my God. She's starting. <laughs> Victoria, who? Truly. Last week, I was like, oh, oh we're going to miss. Oh we're going to miss Spicy V. We're going to miss the fight. number one at <laughs> Rennie Stan, at Victoria Stan, Danielle Gibson. <laughs> I know. I was like, I didn't even give her a second thought because Tara came in swinging. Have you seen they've been posting pictures of, like, Roe and Victoria on some lake house? 
in no, like they're at the cottage. Manitoba. I don't know. Manitoba. Good lord. No, I haven't seen it. Manitoba. It looks far. cold. Yeah, it looks cold. cold. Tell you what. It's far. It's like a couple hours away from Ontario. Okay. Yeah, well. It's no it's no the mansion wherever they keep the big brother people in like Malibu. So no, absolutely not. Wait, I haven't even seen this at all. So I'm guessing they're at a cottage. Yeah, they're at some sort of like rustic. There's lots of wood. There's lots of wood in the kitchen. Tell you that. And they're just like playing Connect Four and like standing by a fucking gray ass. Like the sky is gray. The lake is just everything's gray. And you're like, that's so sad. But that is so real. That is our lives right now. Yeah. Damn, I want to find it. I want to see where they are. But anyway. Um, so they're so they're gone, but truly don't give it a second thought because we open on the HOH competition and Tara is pissed. It's like this balls. You have to find like oh. the white balls and you oh. can either put them in your own little ba- little basket shape thing or you can put them in someone else's to derail them. Danielle. Yeah. Do you remember who I picked in our game of fuck, Mary kill? At the beginning of the season. Oh, how could I forget? So I'm watching. So you, you know where I placed <laughs> Tara? What category I placed Tara in? You wanted her. You to ask Not her. to marry and not to no. kill. I'll say yeah. that. Oh, this, this segment had me sweating. <laughs> I was, I was, I had a compress on my head. Yeah. I could not contain myself. I... Loved it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it too. I was like, thank, thank God. I was concerned. I was like, well, it's going to be boring now that Spicy V's gone. No, we didn't even give, we didn't even mourn her properly. She, we mourned Prince Philip more than we mourned, and this is Canada, <laughs> more than we mourned Victoria, Queen V. Because Tara came in and said, I'm going to start a fight with half of the <laughs> during this veto, co- I mean, HOH competition. So she's losing. Everyone's putting their balls in to like make sure she doesn't win. She's pissed. She starts a fight with Kiever, who's hosting the competition. Well, she doesn't even start a that fight with him, so really. Great. She's that just was so like great. pissed. She's screaming at them all. Pissed. She's just blindingly fucking pissed. And everyone keeps yeah. saying cheesed. What's yeah, going cheesed. on with cheese? <laughs> oh, she's cheesed right now. She's really cheesed, you bet. I don't know. I'm going to start using it, though. I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> and she is just pissed. She's calling them all cowards. Even Keith, who like is pretty low-key and like he's kind low of Keith. like a low-key. He's like a little copybara-ish. He like kind of is like yeah. doesn't really have a problem with everyone. Even he's like dropping F-bombs. Here. He's like, don't you fucking call me a coward. Like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I and loved he's it. Like, he's like, Kiefer, who's not even playing in the competition to get like fucking shook. Yeah. <laughs> You're pissed. And she does not back down. I like, cause I imagine if this was an edited episode, right? So it's like, yeah. I have to imagine she was pissed for a solid, like two hours doing this. And then they edited it together. Um, but they probably had a lot of material cause she was just yelling at them all. She was like, this isn't a team sport. Oh, that's real great. Like four against one, you know, you can't all four win this game. And they're like, you know, they're, laughing it up because yeah. they're winning so they're not worried about it but they should be they should be i yeah like i mean it's not i mean obviously like i don't think people are like really feeling like jed and beth 
and stuff right now. Like they're like hot, they're making out, and they're like laughing at the like the person, like the woman who's like 10, 15 years older than her and, and stuff. The thing that kind of bothered me later on in the episode is like Jed keeps saying stuff like about Tara, like Tara's a wild card. She's about to take a random big shot. Like, stop framing her as this like psychotic, unhinged woman. And it's not random. Like, right. you guys are targeting her. You guys are clearly set up to win the game. Stop calling yeah. her like a wild card you can't trust. Say what she is. She's actively targeting you. And that's fine. Don't call her, don't call her like this loose cannon. She's yeah. someone who's pissed at you and is coming at you. That's okay. But like just framing her as like, oh, this, we can't, we don't know what she's going to do. And that makes her like dangerous. Like she's just crazy. It's like, no. We know what the fuck she's going to do. She yeah. knows what she's going to do. She's coming for your fucking ass. <laughs> and stop being like a baby and being like, oh, well, we just don't know. We just can't trust her. Like, yeah. of course, of course you can't trust her, but don't like say it's some other thing and you don't understand why she's upset at you or you don't understand why she might be targeting you. It's like you're fucking eight feet tall and hot and haven't yeah. been nominated and haven't eaten slop once in this game. Like, that's why she's coming after you. Don't yeah. just like say she's a psychotic middle aged woman. Right. Yeah. Gross. It's dismissive. Um, yeah. But so whatever. Um Jed wins HOH. Yeah. And so they're all happy and they're like, whatever, you know, they don't have to deal with, they're like, she's going to go home this week. Probably they're high on life. Cause they know they're going to nominate her and Tina, the two T's up on the block. Yay. Beth gets to go make out with Jed and the HOH. Everyone's happy. Go lucky. Everyone's feeling good. Except there's, well, should we just go to the next episode? I don't think there's anything else in this episode. I just want to I, I want to set up the next episode by talking about one final thing from Monday, okay. which is Kiefer tells Ty and Jed, he's like, oh, hey, by the way, Victoria was the individual, was the invisible HOH. She told me immediately. I kept it a secret. I was like kind of half working with her and she wanted to nominate you guys. But I like got in front of that, which, of course, skeeves them the fuck out. Like, right. Save that information for save that information for your final two speech. Yeah. Like just hold on to just hold on to stuff. Like Kiefer he's got I can't decide if he's really good or not. <laughs> I can't decide. I can't either. I can't either. I have it's no hard idea. to say. Usually I'm very like decisive about like this person sucks or this person is good, but he goes back and forth for me because this this week is a perfect example of that. But so, okay, next episode is our veto episode, right? And I just want yeah. to talk about this one moment. So Beth is alone in the pantry, huffing oh, yeah. and puffing, sweaty, red face. And I'm like, the whole time, because she's like sort of just monologuing and staring at herself in the mirror. I'm like, yeah. why is she, why is she so out of breath? And it's like, she's just getting herself worked up, right? She's she's like whispering feverishly I in the she was like maybe she maybe she worked out maybe she was just like keeping well, keeping fit let me tell you she's well she's whispering like why this is a good time to get we gotta get Kiefer out like yeah we have Tina and Tara on the block but like Kiefer's the one and she's just like formulating this plan she's like working it out yeah. while she talks okay she's doing this whole monologue she stops she drops she does one push up <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
and then and so I was like, oh, maybe she's in the middle of a workout, but she just did the one. And then she hey. kept monologuing. So I'm just sort of like, what the hell was this best workout plan? What is Danielle, this? Danielle, not all of us are as physically fit as you. For some people, <laughs> one push-up is a workout. That was Maybe it. Maybe some was, people who are your co-hosts. She was getting more of a workout running her mouth, is what I'll say. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My so. favorite quote from there, she said... Which, which makes it always makes me like Beth when she goes, I'm here to win 100K and I have to go home with a boyfriend who lives halfway across the country. Yes. Love that. Love it. Beth Little does some... she know there's also $10,000 worth of Weber grills. <laughs> and then at one point during one of these episodes, did I hear correctly? Is second place $10,000 as well? Or is it twenty? I have no idea. I heard someone talk about. I skip through the the weekly like. Yeah, well, someone said like soap commercial. (laughs) If I lose to you, it's fine. Like twenty or ten thousand dollars is still a good amount. Something like that. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of a lot of the campaigning now is like. Hey, I suck so much. You just want to give me second place. You just want to give me that, like, that I think free it was Expedia t- gift card. I actually think it was Tara. She was like, listen, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'll take the $10,000 yeah. at second place. I think it was. And I think it yeah. was $10,000. Which, listen, I know is a fine chunk of change. But, like, for you to be away from your family for, like, three months, I don't know. Um, yeah, for for the equivalent of $7,900 American. Yeah. It probably works out to like $7 an hour, if that. And with the free with the free uh, health care you got, I'm sure the taxes are higher up there, oh, too. They're high, oh, she's paying 50% taxes on that. Jeez. Uh, Kiefer in this episode, leading up to the end, which we all knew if we were, you know, watching... Uh, watching Joker's updates and Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Everything Kiefer says is very, very like cop on the last day on the job ener- energy <laughs> where it's just like, it's my last day, just, you know, kind of turn in my badge and gun and get the, get the gold watch at the end of the day. Just got to go to this one final call at the burning down explosives warehouse. Yeah. Uh, he says like, that's the least nervous I've ever been at a nomination ceremony. He said, he just says all sorts of stuff about how we like not worried he is at so all. <laughs> yeah, he, very, I mean, exactly. multiple times in several different episodes, he said to people, I'm winning this game. Like oh most other people, he's like, I'm winning this game. I'm one of the best. Like you can't, these people, both he and V are very confident in their abilities. V for a while, it made sense, but then she got the boot. And that's what I sort of feel about Kiefer is it's going to bite him too. We'll see. But so we have our veto competition. So Tara and Tina are nominated. And Tina, let's just give her a little shine. Tina says to Kiefer, <laughs> we're, like... We're never going to talk about Tina this week. I know. Well, we have to. We kind of have to. It's now or never. Um, she t- says to Kiefer, like, you shouldn't be so confident. How do you know that they wouldn't put you up? And he's and Kiefer's like, no, no way. He's not letting yeah. her get to him. And that really comes back, like, what great footage to have. Because Oh, my God. No, they were running all of that in the episode. Yeah. But so... Beth, to, true to her plan, tells Ty and she's she's been planting seeds with Ty and Jed. And Jed's like, hey, you know, it'd be crazy if we backdoored Kiefer this week. And she's <laughs> like, wow, really? Classic, like, yeah. <laughs> pretending she this wasn't her plan all along. So I'm like, 
I honestly, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't read up on spoilers. And I thought for sure Kiefer was going to go home because I was like, yes, this is a this plan makes sense to me. Take your shot. Get rid of him. Who cares about Tina or Brayden? Like they are not a threat to these people, whereas clearly he is. He's one more comps and he's got this social game that I think is a little more um, threatening. At the same time, like I, I kind of saw that he was going to stay. Are we talking about Thursday now? Well, one thing. Oh, we didn't even. I guess we didn't even say the reason that they're able to backdoor him is the rise of Tara. Tara one veto. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. only one thing we should have said. Oh, okay. I thought we got we passed that already. So, yeah. like, I think it's obviously a bigger move to get rid of him. I think it's a weird move to nominate him. And then keep him. So I, weird. The only thing is that he really is like a fucking puppy with these guys. And like, yeah. even though they like literally have him grasping for life in this game, he still pledges loyalty to them to the end. And honestly, I believe that. I don't think. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I don't think he's going to like team up with Brayden for from here on out. Like, I think he's still no. going to like and then he's going to be surprised a week from now when he's going when he's like being sent home by Jed all over again. Like, mm -hmm. I don't agree with I think the bigger move is take him out. Yeah, he's won a bunch of stuff. He's up and you, also, you, are, you don't know that he's like the fan villain. Like everyone hates him for some reason. Right. But <laughs> you see him come in. He obviously wins on day one, whatever the team captain thing is. He has an interesting story. He has. Like, you don't know in the house that full context. And you're like, man, this guy's going to be like fan favorite. He's must, he must be like one of the most popular BB players ever. And yeah, he has won a lot of stuff. I, I think you just take the move. But in the end, honestly, I'm not really worried about Jed and Ty and Beth's place in the game with him there or with not. I mean, obviously, Tina would take a move at them, but Tina's not going to win shit. And Kiefer would literally win HOH again, do their bidding and mm -hmm. then get nominated by them the following week and be like, Oh, well, I guess this is my time to like, yeah. and just take this whole fucking week of punishment I think from them all over again with a smile on his face. That's the thing, because I was really feeling, even though I think the three of them played this week so poorly, Jed, Ty and Beth. Yeah. Like externally with other people, but also internally, like, you know, the seeds of doubt are now there. There, there is some breakage, obviously. But the, I think everyone played a really horror, really bad week this week. I mean, the yeah, best person was like Tara. Brayden and Tara. I mean, Tara, yeah. I mean, but Tara, Tara was like, all right, she could throw a ping pong at like a thing. Like, yeah, if she didn't win veto, she's going home. Yeah, but she like, did. And now she's sitting pretty. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, the one thing, like they played it so badly, even Keith said, like, he was like, why are they crying if I'm just the pawn? Like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't pretend like, yeah, oh, we're just going to put you as a pawn. So sorry. And I'm like crying over it. Just either tell him he's going home or like six year guns, be honest about it. Or like be a better actor when you're saying that he's the pawn either way don't don't show your card so much and then same to beth when she confronted them about it beth was pissed 
that they decided to tell him, actually, you know what? You're not going home. Tell you what, Danielle, she was cheesed. She was so cheesed. (laughs) And she was rightfully cheesed. A little sprinkle of Parmesan. I I was pure cheddar. (laughs) A little mozzarella. I mean, I think that's okay. I was on her side, except the way she played it with both of them. I was like, this is the turning point. This goes from her being like fun, hot Beth, who we're both making out with, to like, Beth's not my mom. I could see it on their faces. I could see it. Like the the sauce, the isosceles triangle. It's you melting. The, you got the you got the Parmigiano Reggiano yeah. in the in the Alfredo. <laughs> the sauce is drying up. That's what's happening. Oh yeah. You, um, let, you let the stove on too long. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's getting you forgot you tur- you got, yeah, you like you thought you left it on simmer, but you left it on high and you walked mm. to the other room and you're like, Oh, I just evaporated all the liquid out of here. Exactly. I just got a bunch of chunks stuck to the bottom of my pen. Chunky monkey. So she's pissed at them. They're pissed at her. We have the breakage of the triangle. Um, and then it turns out it was all, yeah, it really was all for nothing because Kiefer goes home. No, Tina I mean, went sorry, home. Sorry, Tina, Tina. Sorry, you're right. I, I Which is a fine move for Tina them. I home. mean, it, all it was it's fine because, and I, I'll say this again, like they knew where Tina stands yeah. and they kind of know where Kiefer stands, where even though they backstab him and front stab him, yeah, he's kind of like still, he's actually not that upset at them about it. And like, they're just set up to do that to him again. And even like, even if he wins like final three HOH with like Jed and Ty, he's, he's going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm just gonna like self evict right here because you guys are like such such good guys to me. And, like he's just kind of like I don't know. Like like it's just a, it's he's a strategy. A, I he's actually just a can't baby. tell. I don't yeah. know. He's like I I don't think he's gonna win. Like I think they're gonna fucking do exactly what they did to him this week again to him next week when they're hoh again. Yeah. So uh, he didn't pose he didn't pose that much of a danger to them. By by staying in, because he kind of rolls over in lots of these situations. And Do you, here's a question. Yeah, yeah. What's up? We'll get into spoilers after this because the spoilers are really fun. But do you think final three is gonna be Keith, Jed, Ty? Um, no. Really? Right now that's how I'm thinking things are gonna go. I think one of I mean, I think one of Jed and Ty. I think I I think one of Jen and Ty is not going to make it to final three. Okay. Um, Should we get into spoilers? I do. Hold on. Okay. We have to go to Nova Scotia and say goodbye (laughs) to our LGBT queen. Yeah. Tina. She looks so cute leaving, actually. I Who, thought to myself, I really like her outfit. <laughs> I, she's great. She has she some is. great lines. Peppers, spicy on the way in, flaming on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> she was always good for some good DRs, just for some just total, like, Normie. Cohen Brothers, like, yeah. just subtle ass, like, what the fuck did she just say? Like, super funny thing. But also... Kind of a boring and useless player. So yeah, much no. so that she does the interview with Arissa, and Arissa's like, 
so uh, playing the game, right? And Tina's and Tina's like, yep. And Arissa's like, all right, well, that was it with Tina. We'll be back after this. Like, she didn't even interview Tina. Like, there's just nothing you can say to Tina because she's just like, oh, well, you know, well, it happens. Yeah. I love her. She's a great, I, I'm, I, she was a really cool character that I, I don't think I'd ever really seen on any Big Brother before. But ultimately, kind of just like. I totally a, agree. A, a nothing pawn. You know? Great character, not a great player. But we loved her. We appreciate her. Um R.I.P. Yeah, just get some flannels and just hang out with your partner. I'm sure you guys got some dogs and just like, oh yeah, be a graphic designer in Nova Scotia, man. Uh, we love that. Newfoundland. Um, Sorry, I'm saying Nova Scotia. Those are different things, right? Yeah, she's from Newfoundland. Yeah, what's Nova Scotia? Nova Scotia is a different province. <laughs> it's where Halifax is. Someone I think is from Nova Scotia, but I well, don't they're both northeast who. though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Before we get into spoilers, actually, we did get one question from One River Mike. What the Sunday school dress is going oh. on this week? I actually do want to discuss because. Yeah, you can tell me about that because I'm a member of the tribe. I have never been to Sunday school. Well, <laughs> it didn't actually strike me. So Arissa's dress this week was a voluminous. And this is a style that is clearly popular with dresses these days. A poofy sleeved midi number. Midi is like, it's not mini, obviously, but it's not a floor length maxi. It's a midi, medium. So it's like a it, medium mini. Yeah, it hits like at the calf, which is a difficult um, length to pull off. She pulled it off. I have no problem with the length of the dress, but the dress was... Honestly, my first impression was the word that came to mind, clown-esque. It, it was, was clown-esque. It was a little Kentucky Derby, it I felt was, like, with, without the hat, of course. Well, it was the colors of the emoji clown, if you have an iPhone. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so it just screamed clown you got out, to me. You screenshotted, you dropped that into Photoshop, you got out the little eyedropper tool, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was the this same color scheme. This is codes, yeah. So, and I don't like poofy sleeves. So, I have to say, this, this dress was a knot. As always with Arissa, I'm going to say, this, this is a hot. I just, it's hard. It's hard because, like, she's in such a dark studio. Like, I understand yeah. the confusion with the dress. It's <laughs> such a dark studio. You have the opening credits. I mean, an arrow, an arrow, an arrow, an arrow. With the fucking lightning storm above. Like, it's a, it's just like a dark look. Yeah. And that's, like, that's something Julie should wear by the pool in July. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. It was red, white, and blue. Yeah, Take out the blue. Yeah. We're in Canada. It's just hard. Red She's white, in this baby. dark studio, and it's just like it's just it's too much of a contrast. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it was like I guess reminiscent of just like Sunday. I don't know. Do people dress like that at church on Sunday? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, well, I don't know about it. I think because it's so it was very modest, but also so voluminous that like poofy sleeves loud, to me. Yeah, yeah and. So I can see that reference. Um, just it was a little sifter wivesy. The only thing saving it was that it was not floor length. But listen, everyone much. makes mistakes, even Arissa's stylist. So that's okay. Yeah, we'll she's still batting this. like fucking eight hundred on this. Yeah, season, she still looks so good. Can I talk about one other thing? Yeah. 
eaten peppers? I wish we wouldn't, but <laughs> sure. We don't have to talk about it for too long. Other uh-huh. than like, they started adding these things in, whether it was like the spaghetti fight last week. Right. Just these like, they did a, they did a hide and go seek thing on Wednesday. Yeah. I feel like I would actually like to see that more in American Big Brother, where it's just like, fun hey, everybody, do this like fun thing. Sit in a bucket of ice cream <laughs> with your big fat butt. <laughs> and Why and like, we'll give us? you a dinner, we'll give you like a dinner party <laughs> afterwards. Like, I don't yeah. know. Instead of just like the usual you know, bullshit of them just like, you know, whispering and like, I don't well, know. Well, the, the U.S. version of this is like actual torture because the U.S. Yeah. version of this is like you have to wear this incredibly uncomfortable polyester suit 24 hours a day. Also, we're going to wake you up like several times a night like you're in the army and it's a fucking drill yeah, of torture. You're right. they, do that, <laughs> they do that thing or they get our guy Krista Joseph in there dressed up like a, <laughs> like a meatball or whatever <laughs> and just scream at them put me in the pot I'm a meatball <laughs> like I don't know like yeah like I think I'm it's sick of just like the, the fun bits on America like yeah like make them all play hide and seek that's great that's fun it's cute. I don't know make them like shoot each other with paintball guns like to have someone like stay awake for 36 hours kicking like a soccer ball into <laughs> yeah. a thing like 4,000 times I don't know <laughs> It's torture. It's truly it's torture. It's torture for everybody. Yeah. I peppers. It's fun. Everybody looks like they're gonna cry and vomit. Yeah. Like everyone laughs and yells at each other. Like, and it's a bonding thing rather than a like Tearing one person apart. is like waking everybody else up in the middle of the night. I mean, yeah. except, except when Paulie Calfiori had a mental <laughs> breakdown while he had to make pies. <laughs> That was good. We liked it then. That was good. Yeah. That was worthwhile. Um, shall we move on to spoilers? We shall. Because, I mean, you got We got to talk about spoilers. Well, we know who wins HOH. And there's a bit of a, a twisty, a little mini twist coming at the end of the week. We can wrap it all into one convo. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, started from the bottom. Now she's here. I think I'm going to name this episode The Rise of Terra again. Because Terra. Yes. Colon, The Rise of Terra. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she started at the bottom in a fight with everyone. On the block. Hating life. To now... H-O-H. She even left on bad terms with her son. She banned <laughs> yeah. him from her, from her house. She evicted him for not putting the seat down. Um, but now she's the queen of the castle. And oh, she's got yeah. two comps. She's comp queen. Oh, yeah. Oh, so how yeah. How do you feel about that? You picked a winner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I picked the mayor of Easttown, baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, mean, I love it. I love it. She's gonna actually have like one good week before yeah. she gets inevitably, you know, like yeah, kicked she's out done next week or whatever. For sure. Um, do you want to talk about the nominees and stuff? Yeah. Can I just say Christmas Who? Tara oh, is god. the new queen. Oh my god! The yeah. new unstable queen. <laughs> it's Hanukkah for this boy here. <laughs> we, Christmas is over. <laughs> okay, but Christmas so any- is canceled. <laughs> Uh, so, so she nominates. She nominates Beth and Jed. Yeah. And as of this recording, Sunday afternoon, Jed has won veto. No, Beth. 
Yeah, Jed One Vito. Jed One Vito. Yeah, Jed One Vito. I imagine Ty is going to be the replacement nominee. I imagine. So the triangle is done. I mean, I think Beth is going How, home, yeah. though. Don't you think? Um, interesting. Yeah, like who is Jed going to vote to keep? I, I don't, I don't know. Like, who is Jed going to vote to keep? Is a big question. Yeah. His lady or his 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 boyfriend. Well, yeah, um, but it doesn't even really matter because. Brayden and Kiefer are both going to vote for Ty to stay. So that's the question is like, what is, what do Brayden and Kiefer do? Right? Like Brayden's actually been working on a relationship with Beth for the last few weeks now. Yeah. But I feel like if if he keeps her around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like now we're getting to the point where the sauce the sauce has emulsified, demulsified, yeah. has been yeah. deglazed from the pan with the white wine, mm-hmm. the dry right, white wine. Like, all right. So there's going to be a bit of a recalculation here going on. Either bed, either Beth or Jed, or, I'm sorry, Beth or Ty, theoretically. That is such go a home. good couple's name, though. Bed. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. There's going to be a recalculation here going on. And, you know, Kiefer, as much as we talked about him this week, like he's got to kind of consider our like what what is his best end game here? Like, who does he take to the end and why is it Tara instead of, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exa- you know, like yeah. even Seriously. then, honestly, I, I think everyone actually kind of does. If they get to the end, there's no like slam dunk winner. In any combination, honestly, I think the least deserving person is Ty, which actually maybe makes him a reason to stay. He's never won HOH. He won one veto. He internally kind of walks around like not quite. What about Brayden? I feel like Brayden also is. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Kind of a weak winner. Yeah, yeah, this is true. So like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's sad because I kind of like Beth. She's been. I love Beth. She's been like open about like what her strat honest about what her strategy is, has been this entire time and and that she doesn't want to be like, you know, a meat shield for the meat shield guys totally. and stuff. And I love her attitude. I love that she I really am tickled by the fact that she just like laughs her way through every yeah. like stupid thing that happens or every dramatic thing that happens. I think that's how I would react, honestly, if I was in the house is I would laugh. So I, I think it's very cute. Um, and backing it up is she is good at the game. But she just lost her way a little bit, especially because she's playing such a weird, impossible from a weird, impossible place of being the tip of the triangle. Yeah. So <laughs> I think she's done a great job up until this point. Unfortunately, she let it go when she got mad at them. She showed them that she was mad. I think that was like a really bad, really how bad turn. Dare, how dare a woman get mad, like actually show emotion and anger towards Listen, men. Like, I, I think that's really, it's, just, it's usually, that's horrible. I, she should really big just brother. be a lady, you know? It's Big Brother. You gotta, you gotta I hide like that stuff. I like her a lot. Like, yeah. I don't know. You can't let them I, see a, you sweat. You gotta think. You gotta let those boys think you're just fun and down and cool. So and what we haven't drop. spoken about is that there is a fake double eviction. 
Okay, so I don't even really understand. <laughs> yeah. Can you, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you get out an abacus and a piece of paper, please? Oh, God. Uh, okay, so there is going to be a full double eviction played out. This right. is, I think this is what Arissa said at the end. They're going to play out a double eviction. However, at the end of the double eviction, there's going to be a comp between whoever gets evicted this round and then whoever gets evicted in that hour and one of them will come back. So net, we're still only losing one person. It's right. just not a hundo P that it's going to be the person that gets evicted on this current Terra HOH. So for all we know, Terra is going home. That's so cruel. Um, I know. Yeah. I think uh, the BB Twitter sphere ha- is upset about this, that like nobody knows it yet. Tara doesn't know it yet, but that even in her own HOH week, yeah. finally for the, for once in this game, there's like a guarantee that someone from this like power triumvirate is going to go home, but actually no, you know, it's going to be like Ty evicted. He's going to go up against Braden and it's going to be like a weightlifting competition or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that, you know? So like, I, I'm honestly a little confused about how this is going to play out. So like, does this happen? Is is this all going to happen on Thursday? It's a double eviction comp. It's a double eviction show with an extra competition built in at the end between so, the two the two people who are evicted in the episode. Okay, and so one we'll of them be gets to stay on. most likely. It's going to be Thursday. Yeah, it's all going to be Thursday. Okay, okay, cool. but then also like the last double eviction. They ran through the whole double eviction part in like 20 minutes. It went through know, really, really much quicker than a BBUS double eviction. Yeah. There was half of that episode was like Victoria starting fights with people. <laughs> yeah, like they so kind of picked a bad week to execute a double eviction because like you had the ultimate like <laughs> psychotic queen Victoria <laughs> yes. like starting fights with people <laughs> leading up into it. And you want to show that obviously on TV. So yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll see what you, happens. You know, I just hope we aren't. Um, robbed of Tara's HOH-itis that you know she's going to have. I want to oh see her God. wearing the robe, being like, I'm untouchable. Cause now, and now she's really alone because she doesn't have Tina anymore. So she really has no one in the house. And but, it's weird because like, Keith, like, you know, Kiefer, I guess, was kind of working with Tina and Tara, but like his allegiances to the, the three were like almost cemented more after they almost evicted him like yeah. four days ago. It's so weird. I, I I'm it. interested to see, like we have six people left in the house. We have one obvious group of three and then three other people who like aren't quite <laughs> gelling yeah. together. You know, <laughs> this, is, this happens every year on Big Brother, no matter what the country or language is. It's like, yeah. well, these three people are obviously working together. And these three people, instead of, joining together for their own counter group all kind of just want to be the fourth in in the other three right so well we'll see it was an exciting week it was fun i love the power switches back and forth i love um plans going awry i love when someone who starts a fight wins veto like it was great yeah yeah um guys that's it thank you for listening uh we will be back next week with after the fake double eviction and um, you can always tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Because I'm like Chrissy Teigen. We're there for life, baby. Unless oh, if I we actually not. become very successful. Not. Then we will delete our accounts. And we won't be back. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. How freeing would that be? <laughs> um, until then, uh, bye, Arissa. Bye, Arissa. Bye, Arissa.